Welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Therapist. I am your host, the Shan Man, radio broadcaster, podcaster, and a podcast producer. And today is the very first podcast post-Super Bowl. Tom Brady now has seven Super Bowl rings, which is pretty impressive for a guy who is 43, moves from one Super Bowl team, now has created another Super Bowl team. And, um, you know, very impressive for a guy who continues to move forward. But this is not a sports podcast. This is a podcast that is helping other podcasters and content creators. And I think this episode is just for you and uh, hoping to inspire you and maybe give you some ideas about your own podcast. I think it's very important to hear the journey of other podcasters who have seen success with their podcast. And that is why I want to uh, invite you to listen to today's episode and introduce you to my two guests today. Today, I'll be speaking with Vishnu and Shankar Padmanabhan, and they are the creators of the Writer and Geek podcast out of India. This is a podcast that was inspired a few years back by these two brothers who wanted to create a podcast that shared knowledge based on their their desire and their passion for for our thirst of knowledge. Uh, they are self-described geeks. Uh, they are gentlemen who have said that they used to carry around encyclopedias and read the encyclopedia as children, and they decided to use their strengths to create this podcast, Writer in Geek. In today's episode, we will be covering not only the very beginning of their journey and where they started with that journey. Some of that journey had you know, included uh, seeing some videos of myself on YouTube, uh, some content that I had created for another uh, content creator. It wasn't necessarily something that was on my own channel. It was something that Vishnu ended up uh, discovering and ended up following me on YouTube. But he describes how those very first videos that I had created on YouTube had helped inspire him to create and build this podcast from the ground up. So we'll be talking a little bit about uh, what equipment he went, he had purchased. I'm sure you know which equipment he purchased, but the process of how he decided that getting this equipment was going to be detrimental to the creation of his podcast. You were also going to talk about the software that they use. Um, you would be surprised at what software that they're going to be using. And of course, you're going to learn how to focus your content and build your skills. They tell a story about how you can maintain your credibility and what you can do and how you can gain some ideas and inspiration from these two creators that create thoughtful content. And of course, there is this one thing that Shankar brings up in the interview today about overcoming the sound of his own voice and what it has actually done and how it has uh, stepped him up into the next level of his own life and what you can do to personally gain from podcasting. We'll discover what these two content creators have personally gained from podcasting itself. And I think you will discover that their story is going to be very similar to your story if you decide that you want to push through some of the harder times of podcasting, when you don't feel inspired, when you don't feel as though the content is good enough, these two individuals hopefully will give you a little bit of inspiration and they may even awaken, I don't know, maybe they'll arouse you, prompt you, uh, motivate you, whatever the word is, they may prompt you to achieve or set a new goal to become the trailblazer within your own podcasting niche so that you can inspire other podcasters or other content creators to put more knowledge and good into the world itself. I think that is one of the cool things about podcasting is that you can create a podcast and inspire others to take an action, whether it is starting a podcast themselves or to take an action outside of podcasting and make a difference in the world. So these two content creators, I think are very uh, important in terms of just getting started. So we're gonna talk with Vishnu and Shankar here very shortly, stick around. The Podcast Therapist. 
Right now, you might be in the middle of the research phase of launching your podcast. Maybe you've gotten some equipment, signed up for a Zoom account, and have recorded a few podcast episodes. But what steps do you need to take when it comes to a successful podcast launch? Would you believe the biggest mistake podcasters make is the launch sequence? Seriously, just like a space shuttle has a sequence to put astronauts into space, podcasts have sequences to put a podcast in the marketplace successfully. That's why I created the Podcast Launch Checklist. After helping numerous clients build their podcasts, I developed a step-by-step guide to help podcast creators just like you have a clean launch sequence without wasting time. The Podcast Launch Checklist is a 12-step sequence that walks you through the pre-launch, mid-launch, and post-launch process with specific steps and instructions that will save you time. If you're tired of walking around in the dark trying to figure out everything that comes with the Podcast Launch, you can grab the Podcast Launch Checklist today. Visit thepodcasttherapist.com slash PLC and use the code PODTHERAPIST, all one word, to get 25% off this checklist today. It's time for the Mixdown. The Podcast Therapist. I want to introduce to you today uh, Shankar and Vishnu. I actually should say Vishnu and then Shankar. Nothing against you, Shankar, but Vishnu was the one that I had uh, met the first time. They are the creators of the Writer and Geek podcast. They are the leading independent documentary podcast in India. They've been featured by uh, Bangalore Mirror, the Bangalore Mirror, and also the Hindu and many other areas. Shankar and Vishnu, how you guys doing? Thanks for joining me on the Podcast Therapist. Hey, thank you for having us. It's it's our pleasure to be here, you know. Absolutely. And that too, in this festive season, it cannot get better than this. Yeah, yeah. So we're recording this. We're recording this just about a week out before Christmas. And you guys, before we were recording, you were saying that uh, in India, Christmas, the holiday itself is a pretty big deal, right? Absolutely. Especially we come from southern part of India, from a state called Kerala. Mm-hmm. It's called God's own country for its beauty and, you know, all the other stuff. And there, Christmas is one of the biggest celebrations. Uh, it's like the whole state goes on celebration and, you know, people just have party throughout the month. The party's through the month. Yeah. Yeah. What happens like early. what happens like on New Year's Eve? Do you guys even party on New Year's Eve and then throughout? Or what's the story there? I mean, usually people don't remember what happens on New Year's Eve because uh, <laughs> that is one of the most alcohol consuming states <laughs> in India. And that is a time when people actually consume the it's a record sales that happens uh, really? during the month of December. And yeah. I think I should add that the definition of party here and there, I think it's different. <laughs> Here it's mostly eating and drinking, you know, just sitting wow. and eating and drinking. And mostly so, not remembering what happened. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of similar here. I just take out the, the eating part and just keep the drinking. I think it, it'd be pretty similar there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I am so happy to have you guys here. And uh, before we get started, I want to let everyone know that we are recording this particular podcast on video via StreamYard. And of course, you can create your own seamless recordings of your podcast interviews or stream them live to multiple platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, or Periscope. You can learn more about StreamYard through my affiliate link at thepodcasttherapist.com slash StreamYard. Now, I brought you guys on today because... You have had this podcast, I would say, I think it's been about two years, two, three years that you have had this podcast. Has it been longer since you've had the Writer and Geek podcast? Yeah, I think it should be around three and a half years now. We started mid of uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. And I think we are in December of 2020, right? So it should be three and a half years. Okay. And so I want to walk the audience through the process and really kind of the genesis of where this idea of Writer and Geek came from so first of all tell us what the writer and geek podcast is all about and then uh we can expand from there to explain the genesis of writer and geek right i might have to go back about uh, maybe 25 years back to our childhood Mm -hmm. right uh both of us were uh these uh, you know tiny geeks uh, i would say interested in topics of science and astrology astronomy and uh, space and all that kind of stuff. So we used to have, uh, I mean, we had a uh, encyclopedia at home, which our uh, dad had bought many years ago when we were kids. So when we started reading it, we got fascinated by all these topics. And we used to have these conversations late night, uh, sitting in our house, uh, you know, about spaceships and all that kind of stuff, right? So that interest was always there. And then fast forward to somewhere around 2012, I think. Uh, That is when I was introduced to the world of podcasting. By accident, I must say. I was working as a software engineer. Uh, I was a developer for a company. And I was trying to find a solution for one of the problems which was bothering me. 
and uh, while doing some google search i came across something which was called a podcast and there are two uh, you know computer geeks sitting and talking about some of the stuff that really fascinated me for one of the reasons is that since i was a kid i always wanted to be on radio mm-hmm. or maybe have my private uh, radio station or something <laughs> like that but in uh, you know that never happened <laughs> right. so when i saw these guys sitting and talking on internet and you know it's like a streaming radio kind of a thing i was really fascinated um i didn't know anything about it i went deeper and deeper trying to understand what this, what is this all about then i realized that there is a you know there is a plethora of lot of other topics on which there are different number of podcasters around the world making shows and stuff like that and i think at that time there were very very less shows coming out from india mm-hmm. uh, mostly i used to listen to european and american shows uh, slowly i got into uh, listening i was listening to a lot of shows uh, then one day i thought probably you know it might be a good time to try and do something of my own but uh, frankly speaking i didn't know what to make a podcast on so maybe two three episodes i started speaking about some uh, you know i don't know self improvement kind of thing which it's <laughs> kind sure. of didn't work out and i didn't even publish those uh, you know episode i just threw them away um shankar i think at this time was not even exposed to podcasts neither was he interested um it got revived back in 2016 late 2016 when i again thought you know uh probably this is the time and that is when i was going through multiple videos on youtube that is where i came across one of your videos i think it was an interview by a uh, by a different company aweber it was not probably aweber yeah, yeah. yeah it was not on your channel but i came across that video and through that i got introduced to your channel and you know that is where i was like okay you know what probably this is doable um again didn't have an idea about what to talk about or what the show should be about or what it should be called or whatever it is i discussed it with shankar i think one day then we thought see we used to have these conversations right um like these geeky conversations about science and technology history and all that why don't we make a show about it because in my experience what i've realized is um lot of people know a lot of things and it's surprising how much they don't know as well right right um and uh, so we thought we will craft a show across uh, this concept where we introduce a topic you know give a, a high level idea about what and how and all that kind of stuff not being experts in it but in the process learn ourselves which sparks the curiosity of a listener and you know then he can take it from there if he is interested in uh, you know astronomy um we will introduce you to it you go and do your own research and you can go deeper into it so that is where this whole writer and geek thing started back in 2017 shankar i will let go, yeah, go. i will let shankar add something <laughs> yeah. i think he has something to say yeah uh, <laughs> my story is completely different yeah whatever he said about you know 25 years ago uh, re- reading the encyclopedia that's all the same but uh, yeah i'm this kind of a person who can act, who is actually comfortable singing in front of you know people than talking like this okay so i used to be that kind of a person and uh, i was not at all interested in listening to podcasts and stuff so the thing is like you won't believe it i started listening to podcasts on a regular basis last year really so, like two years into having my own podcast so the thing was like vishnu uh, came up to me like he said he started a podcast i think that was in 2015 14 yet end of 2014 yeah so uh, yeah that's that's where i was exposed to podcast for the first time i didn't even know such a thing existed and then um, that didn't work out for him mm-hmm. then when he came to me in um, i think jan of 2017 he said that we'll start a podcast anyway we talk about a lot of stuff let's just record it and put it out there i was actually very reluctant i was like you know what i don't think i'm ready i'm up to it you know right. it, it, it won't work out but then after a little bit uh, persuasion we worked on it for like probably 3 4 months and uh, uh, we recorded a few episodes released it i was still not comfortable with it mm-hmm. and uh, the thing was like i i never used to listen to a podcast earlier i used to hate my voice and uh, whenever we used to record i used to make him edit it so that's the kind of aversion i had with right. you know, creating a podcast but over time i think it has improved we still got a lot of lot to improve you know when when it comes to production of podcast and all that but uh, right now i think we are at a stage where you know it's probably uh, something we expect to you know blossom and turn into something in the future so my story was like uh, i was never interested in podcasting 
but then because of vishnu i got introduced to it and reluctantly i joined it and somehow it worked out <laughs> well that's yeah. good i love i love that you have now embraced the idea of podcasting to share your ideas out now before i we move into that next step like i want to ask this question that about you know you listening to podcasts just within the like the last year or so what was your impression after after doing your own podcast what was your impression of listening to other people's podcasts and how did that impact maybe what you decided to do on your own podcast? Okay, so uh, the thing was like I was more into listening to music. I uh, I used to I can you know just go on listening to music forever. But the thing was like when I got introduced to podcasts, I was introduced to podcasts which were like very mainstream, which never resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And it was only last year that I you know got to know that there are like true crime podcasts or like you know a little bit of creepy pasta kind of podcasts. Right. And that's when I started listening to it. I think I started with Serial, but then I uh, moved on. Uh, and it just hit me. You know what? There is a lot of knowledge out there. And then I was introduced to Wondery and Parcast and all those other networks. And I came across some of some interesting podcasts, which was more, which was very well produced and had a lot of knowledge in it. Like uh, after listening to podcasts continuously for the past year, right? Uh, it's very easy for me to like have a conversation with a stranger. If someone approaches me and we talk about something, it's very easy for me to like, you know, just uh, control like where the conversation goes and I can talk about anything. That's what I gained from podcasts. Like whatever podcast I listen to, it's all basically either true crime or knowledge based now. Right. So uh, what did I implement from what I heard uh, to Writer and Geek? Right. So uh, a lot of things that influence me is like one thing is like... Uh, when I heard this podcast called 1865, right? That's when I realized, you know, how production matters. That is one of the podcasts which is like so well produced. And that's when we talked about it. And uh, I talked to Vishnu about, you know, we should ramp up the uh, production quality. And we started with the series called Colonialism in India. Mm-hmm. So it's still a, it's an ongoing uh, series which already has 11 episodes. And I thought we'll introduce some voiceover work. So, Earlier, it used to be we'll just sit and talk about uh, a topic and that's it. It's done. We edit it and put it out. But then with this series, we started adding a little bit of voiceover so that we can improve the production quality. There'll be like a storyline kind of thing, which will enhance the listening experience. Sure. So that is the thing that uh, has, uh, you know, that's something which I added uh, to our podcast from whatever experience I had listening to other podcasts okay if i may add to it um so especially with this colonialism series right uh india has a very dynamic uh history with colonialism where you know we had multiple visitors from europe uh including the britishers uh, from whom we got independence late uh 1940s right so that is a very colorful picture right Um, just sitting and rambling about it might probably not interest a listener Mm -hmm. so what we thought was if we start the narrative with a perspective, it could be maybe a soldier uh, who is going on war uh, or a battle or something. You start from his perspective. That kind of paints a picture for the listener, right? And uh, I feel that the power of visualization is uh, is what what it's it's amazing, right? Right. So when we listen to 1865, which is about the events that followed after the assassination of President uh, Abraham Lincoln, uh, we thought, you know, that. When you listen to that podcast, you can virtually see the actors uh, mm-hmm. in your mind, right? Actors, or I would say the characters rather. Mm-hmm. So we thought introd- we didn't do the entire series that way because our show is uh, probably not, uh, you know, not not in um, not in that. We are not producing it that way, or we don't have the you know capability to do that. But we thought maybe a, a two-minute intro into a story, uh, starting it maybe in the field where you know there's a battle going on or. Uh, you know, anything trade is happening all around, add some sound effects, which makes you feel that you are in that, uh, you know, medieval period of uh, trade happening in India or something like that, mm-hmm. um, which which makes uh, the reader, uh, the listener more interested. It pulls them in. Then you start your story and it makes a lot of sense. Sure. So and listening to the feedback that came across about the series, I think that worked as well. Uh, people always like to see and hear something new. So that is why we thought, you know, that that was kind of a uh, level up that we did uh, in the last year during this pandemic that came. 
Right. So let's start like I want to I want to continue and start moving towards this building the the podcast out and starting from episode one. Um, Shankar, you had mentioned in those first episodes that you were pretty nervous, reluctant, whatever it may have been, um, however you want to describe it. But um, clearly there was this desire to continue to keep moving. Maybe that desire or that that motivation can came from your brother. Uh, but let's talk first about um, the process of getting the podcast up and running, because I know that we see, especially I see on my YouTube channel, it happens every single day. Someone is asking a question about, you know, well, what should I get as far as equipment is concerned? And then they they either overthink it or they underthink it too much. And then they just want to jump into the content, which I have no problem with them jumping into the content, but they want it to sound a certain way. So talk to me about that first step when it came down to getting the equipment. And then I want to talk about the structure of how we started developing your own style. So who was the person that started with the equipment? Um, I think I was the one who got us started with the equipment. So I'm kind of this overthinking gear snob kind of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, just wait a second. I think our dog is going to give me a second. Back. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> As I was saying, right, um, I'm this person who is a gear snob and someone who kind of overthinks everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before I started podcast, as I said, right, when I saw your video and I was paying attention to what kind of mics people are using and what mixing software you're using. I think somewhere you mentioned about um, using Yamaha MG10XU, uh, which is a mixing board that you use for mixing your podcast and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So along with understanding how to structure a podcast and uh, launch stuff and all that, I was also thinking about what are the different infrastructure stuff that you need behind the scenes? Right. Uh, so for me, I kind of didn't overthink too much, but I was like, you know, if I'm starting, I need a proper setup because the first podcast, which I recorded, uh, I remember I used an iPad. Uh, so you can imagine what quality it might have been. Uh, anyway, I didn't publish it. So I had to throw it away. But uh, when we came to launching Writer and Geek, I was, uh, I was, I had decided that it should at least sound good. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe not as good as uh, some of the podcasts out there. So we, I went and purchased a condenser mic, which in the hindsight probably wouldn't have been an ideal choice for the environment that we had. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a little noisy environment here, right? So condenser mic catches a lot of those noises. Right, and we, we were two of us, uh, so having one mic usually doesn't cut it. So when we launched our podcast for the first four episodes, I think we used just one uh, Samsung Meteor condenser mic. And the laptop directly plugged into USB. Um, and for mixing, we since beginning, we have been using Audacity. And that's how it started off. Mm-hmm. But uh, almost three, four episodes in, I was not happy with it. And I'm I, I'm sorry to say, but I'm somewhere this kind of this perfectionist kind of a thing where I want, you know, everything to sound really good, like radio and all that kind of stuff, right? Right. So that is where I thought, you know what? Um, anyway, maybe investing into more gear is going to uh, keep us motivated and, you know, make sure that we continue this process. Yeah. Initially it was a big struggle to keep, uh, motiv- keep ourselves motivated, but I think we both balanced each other out where, you know, whenever I feel down, he's like, Hey, we've got to publish something this week. We have a commitment or when he feels down, I do it, uh, you know, right. the other way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after f- about five episodes, uh, when I decided, um, I need to upgrade my gear, I had one of my friends who was visiting us at the time. So he, um, I ordered a couple of, uh, USB XLR mics, which are the ones you're seeing right now. Are those These the are sure, uh, which, which ones are those? Are those the ATR 2100s? Yeah. yeah. They are very similar to the ATR 2100s, mm-hmm. but these were made by a company called Knox, which I feel is a knockout version of 80 uh, ATR 2100 <laughs> because these this company doesn't exist anymore and right. these mics are completely out of production but the internal build structure if i open it up it's exactly same as 2100 i i don't know uh, you know if they had a, a copyright infringement or something like that but mm-hmm. the company doesn't exist but i got these re- for really good deals they were about 39 dollars each right uh, really cheap but ex- really good quality i mean you get ATR 2100 kind of quality from this so I got them uh, shipped to India. Mm-hmm. Um, then I invested in MG10XU just because you were using it. <laughs> you were using you're using the, uh, the Yamaha MG10XU because of me. I mean, hey, yeah. I mean, 
flattering. <laughs> Honestly, that is the only reason I bought it. I was like, hey, if, if that is working for him. I mean, <laughs> it might be more than enough for me. Right. So, uh, I actually remember him ordering it and it, it came home like I think a week later uh, and I was like do we even need this because when he ordered it I didn't know what it actually is and I saw this and I'm like why <laughs> why but but in hindsight you know it yeah. it has been kind of useful because he does a little bit of music recording and all that this thing is a multi-purpose beast so yeah. I don't regret I think that is the best purchase that we had uh, with respect to podcasting gear. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you mentioned that we should get a mixer or something the first thing that I suggested was you know we'll get, go for like Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 or something. And when I heard your podcast uh, I think it was a se- second episode you said that it's better to invest long term and get a get a MG10XU right. or a Rodcaster or like a Focusrite I was like, okay, huh? It's good that Vishnu did it, <laughs> <laughs> right? So th- those questions, you know, in my first episode, when we, well, I think it was, you know, these these utility episodes for people who first come in contact with my my podcast. I'll talk about those pieces of equipment. You know, I've seen, I've recorded on the Focusrite two i twos, and and I've I've seen people who are running, you know, these these. Uh, businesses, and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna use the the Focusrite, and I, it's again, I. It's based on preference, but when someone says to me, I want to do this with my focus right, can I do this? And it's like, no, you can't. You have to move forward as opposed to staying stuck within the same uh, pieces of equipment. So when I recommended the MG10XU in a lot of my videos and in my podcast, um, it is it is just the midline piece of equipment. You could go to the uh, Procaster, which is a, an, an additional $300 more than what this is, and does almost exactly the same thing other than it's just a little fancier. So that long-term game, like you said, uh, Shankar, that's what I really want podcasters to focus on is that you buy the equipment, yeah, it may cost a little bit in the beginning, but it's a long-term investment. You're going to get so much usage out of it. Right. I, I totally agree with you that it's it's all about preference, right? If you look at the uh, audiophile industry where, you know, people invest so much into turntables and CD and they argue about Spotify streaming quality, uh, you know, as compared to Tidal and all that kind of stuff. I feel that, yeah, you can sit and argue about all this equipment and what is the best sounding thing. Some people say that Scarlett sounds much, much better than MG10XU. But, you know, it's all in the context of uh, what you feel is the best for you, right? Right. And uh, beyond a point, it's not even worth discussing, right? So you improve something, how much are you going to improve it? And uh, what is the return on investment? Mm -hmm. So that, uh, you know, diminishing returns, uh, there is a curve that goes down, right? You invest more and more. Some At some point of time, it stops just giving you returns. Right. Right. So I feel that of all the purchases, Yamaha MG10XU has been the best. Uh, It's not very expensive it's affordable but it does a much lot lot more for what you pay for it right so i i feel that that is one of our you know best purchases uh but i think that is where we peaked uh and plateaued and we decided that you know what we need to focus is not on the equipment uh, probably you know we should be focusing more on the show mm-hmm. um try to understand mixing and you know uh, maybe a little bit of audio editing and all that kind of stuff so we focused and that is still a work in progress and one thing I want to put it put out for if anyone is deciding to start a podcast, right? Don't overthink stuff. You can start with a you know good set of uh, lavalier mics, which are not that expensive. Plug it directly into your computer and learn a little bit of maybe free software like Audacity to get you started, right? Right. As you see traction and and you see, as you see that you are more invested into your podcast and you want to make it take it to the best level, next level, you can always invest more. And more than anything, the content matters. Uh, the way you tell your story matters. How it connects with your listeners matters, right? Right. And that should be the focus, uh, at least for the first half year or a year when you start, not the gear. Right. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I think. And, and you know, I, I hate to even sound like I'm talking bad about these guys because I do see them all over the place. A lot of them are my friends. A lot of them are acquaintances in the industry here in the United States. But, um, you know. Sometimes, and you you touched on this a little bit, sometimes people just focus way too much on the equipment. And it's like, look, you can only do so much with the equipment. I can't make, I, the equipment's not going to make the thing that is going to be the thing that really takes you to the top. It's It's the tool. And so I always say, the tool is only as good as the person who's using the tool. 
And so if you're using the tool uh, to whatever capacity that it is, I mean, you could on this mixing board, I don't know if you've had a chance to play with the sound effects of the mixing board, but the sound effects alone are just another tool that I'm able to use within my production sounds that you hear within my podcast drops or dumps or sweepers or anything like that. So I have to remind podcasters that you can go so far with the technology, but you're going to reach a point to where you're going to have to say, all right, you know, you know, forgive me for saying this, but you got to get shit or get off the pot and start building content. So, well, you had something to say, Shankar. Yeah, it, it's simple, right? You give a $50 guitar to Adam Jones and ask him to play it and versus you playing, a, you know, $1,500 uh, Stratocaster, which is going to sound better. Right. It's obviously the experience that matters, right? Right. So that, that's, that, it's as simple as actually. And if, even if you look at your journey, right? You were using, a, if I remember right, uh, you were using a, a Yeti, right? Yeah. Blue, sound, Blue Yeti was what you were using for past maybe many, many years. Now you upgraded to a Shure SM7B. Right. right? Yeah. After after churning out so much useful content, which people found really you know useful, and you have made a built a brand on that cheaper microphone already. Mm-hmm. That is when you decide, okay, now probably it's a time to for an upgrade, and you know that makes more sense. Right, it's just you just got to move in steps, and I try to I try to relate it or try to give this example of it's like anything that you really do i mean you could you could relate this to exercise you could relate this to starting a new job you could relate this to overeating you know where you eat and then you're just like then you're just eating a little bit more and you eat a little bit more well yeah eventually you are gaining something it's weight but you are gaining something right over short-term gains but it goes with anything you have to start small and then in order to to reach another level, let's look at it on the positive side, like an exercise routine. You could you you could maybe even just jog for 10 minutes, but what about a month from now? You might be jogging 20 minutes a month from now if you just kept with that particular uh, routine. So uh, yeah, I, I agree, staying small and sticking small and then upgrading as you go along. And in and, and your guys' uh, you know, journey, you know, when you transitioned from the technology side, how did you start developing the content? Can we walk through that process of where does a piece of content start? Where does the idea start? And walk me through how you go from beginning to production to end. Yeah, so um, we had no idea where to start when we started, to be honest. <laughs> okay. If you look at our first episode, I think it was about... Social media? Something social media like is the second one. We did on uh, formal, edu- formal education, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it's all over the place. If you look at the first 30, 35 episodes, it's like all over the place. Like, uh, I remember back in 2017, May or something, we sat down and we noted down like some 50 topics, which we could talk about, research and talk about. And we might have done around like five out of it, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's all we have done. So we didn't have a proper structure when we started out. So most of the people, they have this issue uh, saying that, you know, I don't know what to talk about or like, I don't have the equipment. The, the thing is like, you just have to put out content and figure it out on the way. Because when, you, when you're just starting, you don't have an audience and it's okay to make mistakes and learn from it. So you have a practical, you know, uh, experience of making mistakes and learning from that rather than, you know, trying to make, everything perfect before you start because no matter what you do what how much effort you put in you're going to make mistakes so uh, that's how we started like we had no idea uh, where to start but we just started it and over the course of time we figured out okay our uh, podcast is more towards you know uh, documentary of stuff Mm -hmm. and to history and things so uh, where do we get content from so as we mentioned the encyclopedia is one great source Mm -hmm. so uh, whatever we have read uh, whenever those uh, you know topics we think about it we're like okay we know about it but uh, we don't think like you know most of the people know about it so that's where we get most of the content from and all over the internet and also we had this childcraft uh, book right yeah so uh we had i, I spoke about this encyclopedia physical book physical, which, yeah. which we had right. like you know which were which are which our parents bought about 30 years ago that is that has a lot of stuff right i mean uh yes world has moved on to on like wikipedia and youtube sorts but 
those physical books we still carry them around as we move around uh, there are there are like 30 volumes of 8 8 to z a to z kind of a thing right so mm-hmm. that has a lot of topics which we used to read over and over again as kids right so uh, it's like we don't put too much energy into trying to find what should be the topic for next episode it's like randomly it happens right uh, one of the episodes that we did was on uh, toothbrush we all used <laughs> i was just I mean, listening to that one before we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i have a question about that but go ahead <laughs> yeah so we we kind of use uh, toothbrush every day uh, who really thinks stops and thinks hey who was the how did we start using it right mm-hmm. what is the history behind this uh, small piece of equipment that you use to clean your uh, tooth every day in the morning so those kind of questions come day in and day out when we are living our life you know just going about it and all that uh, so yeah i would say it is more of then when such thoughts come in you just note it down somewhere once in a week or something we'll sit and discuss hey uh, so what are the next episodes that we can plan he will have some topics and i will have some topics and the research mostly revolves around the person who is suggesting the topic so the reason that we do that if he is uh, okay for example um, serial killers is one of his favorite uh, you know topics for some reason <laughs> i don't know why i don't want to go there so he yeah <laughs> i i don't know i don't have a good feeling about you shankar i, mean, I kind of feel like i feel like after this call you're going to murder me Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like convert today. Yeah. So he, uh, so he usually is into those kind of stuff. So if he decides a topic, usually the um, mostly I would say about ninety to ninety-five percent of uh, research is done by the person who decides a topic. Uh-huh. Uh, I would at the same time go and research about something else. The reason that we do that is when we come to come and sit down to record, the conversation seems more natural, and so all the exclamations and surprises and all that you hear throughout the conversation it's all genuine it's not that i know already about this and i'm just acting as though i'm surprised it's not like that i genuinely don't know about stuff which he is explaining mm-hmm. so that that makes it feel like a coffee shop conversation kind of a thing uh, which is what most of our listeners kind of love uh, it seems it is unscripted to be honest okay. uh, honestly unscripted it's not like we do have a bullet point list of things that we need to cover that's all we have but we then sit and talk about you know stuff that's why you might see us uh, you know diverging from the main content to something else and then going around and coming back but um, that is what adds interest to the listeners as well some of them have said that uh, you know it's better you listen to them start beginning till end mm-hmm. because you don't know what other stuff might come in between So right. yeah, that's the kind of feedback that we've got. Yeah, I was yeah. and I was wondering about like what that structure looked like when it came down to the, the development of the content like do you guys sit down, do you write out yeah. bullet points or do you uh, do you script it out? <clears throat> and you know, when I've heard your podcast, I'll sometimes sit over here and I'll <clears throat> I won't be sitting, I'll actually be over there cooking in the kitchen and you know, I'll listen to the podcast and then I'll be like, "Well, this is just like listening to a conversation of two dudes um who have Uh, a vested interest in the topic and they know a little bit about it but they're also looking to educate the listener as well so the listener you have the listener in mind also when you're developing the content is that what every podcaster should be trying to do when they develop a podcast right uh, uh i'm i'll uh, let shankar speak as well but before that i'll i'll just add a point so um there is a problem when we um, you know sometimes when we talk to people we assume that they they are at the same level as we are when it comes to certain topics right mm-hmm. if i am trying to discuss something with shankar let's say uh, you know we are having a conversation i should be uh, sitting with an assumption that he probably doesn't know anything about it right mm-hmm. so when uh, we craft our episodes we try to go start from the basics whatever it is it could be a science episode it could be about indian history mm-hmm. uh, i mean most of the indians should know indian history but we assume that okay uh, you know some of them might not so we start from the basics we tend to think about the questions that might come up in their minds right so we don't leave anything to assumptions thinking oh they should be knowing it we don't need to cover it we try to keep that in mind Uh, along with keeping it natural uh, you know a- as a flow of conversation we are not uh, very uh, strict about oh these are the exact you know stuff that we should uh, think about and these are the exact words we should speak no we have a bullet point of uh, you know topics to cover um, you know take a glance at it okay this is the next thing that we need to cover have a conversation around it so initially it was a bit difficult because um, 
translating these thoughts and putting them in words was a difficult thing for us to do because we were not experienced in this at all and we are both uh, truly introverted people <laughs> you know we like to pe- meet people uh, you know only through the internet or something but you're telling <laughs> me you guys are introverted <laughs> oh come <Yes>. on <laughs> nobody believes that to be honest i think even when we spoke to other people you know we have had a few interviews before when we say that podcast the reason that we are really interested in continuing our podcast and we put so much energy into it is because it's a way for us to open up you know have conversations without literally having to meet someone <laughs> <laughs> so you, know. you would say you guys are ambiverts then you're both a little bit of uh, extrovert and some introvert yeah. Behind the camera and mic, we are extroverted, but, uh, you know, in person, we might not be. (laughs) It depends on the person on the other side as well. I think it takes time for us. You know, whenever a person reaches out to us to interview or something, we may come across as very arrogant and rude. But it's not because we are actually like that. It's because we don't want to have a conversation with a stranger, you know. Well, maybe maybe what yeah. it is is that they're getting the vibe that you, pers- you, Shankar, are going to murder them because you have this vibe of serial killer. Uh, no, I'm just teasing. I'm totally teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. You never know. You never know. <laughs> No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, I get it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much the same way. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're so outgoing." I'm like, "Man, you should see me at home." I'm, <laughs> you know, when I'm around friends, I'm just kind of like a little old hermit who just. <laughs> yeah, and one other thing that I would like to add is that you know we don't overthink it. Uh, yeah. We are not like hey, we have to be perfect with this. It should be like a science paper out of a university or something like that. Yeah, we are gonna make mistakes. We get feedback from people saying that hey, the thing that you mentioned in last episode, it's not this, it's that. We accept it. We correct that in the next episode. So we don't take it too seriously. I mean, I, nobody should even take life too seriously is sure. what I feel. Whoa, so, whoa. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that I think that keeps the fun in it. The moment we start becoming, uh, you know, uh, too strict about stuff, I think you start losing interest. So uh, when we research, see, my idea is that um, you can... You can not, you know, just uh, survive on entertainment and our podcast is not just not that entertaining too. It's more about the knowledge, right? right. So uh, if you look at it, if you compare this to like music and lyrics, right? What attracts you, uh, attracts you to a particular uh, audio, like a song, is the music, how it flows, the melody and stuff. But mm-hmm. what, uh, it, it's kind of a lust kind of thing. But you fall in love with the song when the lyrics is good. Right. right. Don't you think so? That's my philosophy. Like, I may be like, I may like a song just because it's catchy, but if it has to stay in my life forever, ever, as an evergreen thing, uh, which I go back and listen to it over, over and over again over time, it should have good lyrics. So our podcast is something which is little entertaining, but it has, it also has that lyrical aspect, which is the content, the knowledge that you'll gain when you listen to it. Right. So whenever we research on things, uh, Particularly this episode uh, where we talked about Cyanide Mohan, a serial killer. Um, <laughs> we use a cyanide to, you know, kill uh, people. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's be straight. Before you continue, let's just be straight. The, ser- the, the true crime podcasts that have that content, it is wildly fascinating to <laughs> learn about those things. You're like, really? That guy used that? <laughs> to What? <laughs> you know? Anyway, continue. I, I don't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Yeah. So when I was researching on that guy, uh, the thing was like, um, it took me almost three weeks of research to get information about him. The thing was like, uh, it's not a serial killer from the US. So he does not have any material. Or <laughs> he like, was not a rock star. <laughs> yeah, he did not have, have a rock star <laughs> status like Ted Bundy or like uh, yeah, Gary Ridgeway. So uh, yeah, I had to go through hundreds of articles which were most of them were not like uh you know um what is that mains mainstream media right so i had to like uh get more content on it and probably like cross check whether it's actually true what they're saying in this article so it took me almost like three weeks of research so that when a person listens to it they know that okay these these guys have done the research and mm-hmm. it's actually true so we we actually uh, whatever we say we try to uh, give reference to it 
on the source so that they know that it's actually uh, whatever we are saying it's not made up it's all fact based right so yeah what whenever we research right what we try to do is like uh, yeah it might be entertaining for some people but uh, i hope it is and uh, the content is the main thing if a person listens to it they should they they'll gain some knowledge that's what we try to uh, yeah. you know make sure when we when they when we uh, create a podcast yeah that that is something that like i ha- i have learned when i've listened to your podcast and um i was it was a couple months ago i was listening to your podcast and in fact there was a, pr- a specific time i can't even remember which episode it was but i was remember i was cooking dinner cuz that's my pastime i'll cook dinner listen to a podcast and all i remember when i listened to your podcast uh, was that I gained knowledge almost immediately from the moment that I was listening to it all the way to the end. And I felt fulfilled and the payoff of the, your podcast gave me not only knowledge, but entertained me as well. And I was I was like, OK, these guys are on to something. They're on to doing this. And then I think that was around the time uh, when you, Vishnu, you reached out to me. And I think you had said that's when the podcast was being featured on uh, or, or someone had reached out to you from one of the local newspapers or one of, I forget what it was. Um, and they had said that they had found your podcast to be one of the best podcasts in India. Yeah, that, I think that is exactly when we've got featured in one of the uh, newspapers here. I think Edex, I cannot yeah, right. remember which one, but yeah, I think that was around the time. Right. Um, and uh, coming to the knowledge part, right? Uh, that is what really uh, one of the motivating factors as well, I, at least for me, um, I have a lot of my friends and colleagues who listen to the show mm-hmm. uh, they usually you know before this uh, all this world went upside down they used to commute from home to office they get about half an hour of journey right so they used to say hey half an hour uh, episode of yours i start from home i start playing it by the time i am in office it's done and i have learned something new right and we stay in the state called karnataka uh, in the city of bangalore which is not our home state uh, we come from Kerala, as I mentioned earlier. So in India, the special thing about different states is that it, each and every state has a different language, right? So you can imagine. Yeah, right. the uh, country is divided linguistically. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. The, the yeah. borders of the states are decided based on the language that you speak, right? So we come from a completely different uh, background and language. Um, and when we move to Karnataka, it is a new language here called Kannada, which is a very old language, about 2,000, 2,500 years old. Uh, one of the things that fascinated me was to learn about the history of uh, Canada, right? So while learning, I, we thought we'll do an episode and we did one. We started a series called uh, Languages. It's still, I would say it is still in progress, although we have published only one episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like two and a half years back. Yeah, so we decided to take <laughs> Canada as the first language to discuss. Uh, and I did some research. It was really fascinating to me that uh, to learn a few of the things about the language. And when we published the episode, Many native uh, Kannada speakers uh, from my office and my friends and even otherwise, they came back saying that we have been speaking this language since the time that we were born. But yesterday when I listened to your show is when I got to know so many things about my own language. Mm. And this is not our native language. One of the things interesting for me was um, how in Greek plays from uh, 5th century had a reference and Kannada language lines within their, uh, you know, plays. That means there was a trade between uh, the state and uh, Greece back in those days. So those kind of uh, astounding historical facts, right? Um, that is what we try to find and, you know, put it in our show so that, you know, so people learn something about their culture and their society and all that kind of stuff. Right. There's there's a podcast here in the States, uh, specifically within my state. Um, it's called Valley 101. It's actually within the city of Phoenix, Arizona. And... Um, there are things it's a podcast that is uh very NPR-ish but what they talk about is they'll talk about the history of a certain location in uh Arizona or or the city uh what a monument what the what the history was behind that monument and then they'll go further and deeper um and and they'll they'll examine some of the news articles that they have written over the years because it's all affiliated with a newspaper here in town and so those are the things that like i thought wow wow, i didn't realize that about this particular mansion or i didn't realize this about this particular mountain and i learned something and and the podcast seems to do really well and i think that is where when it comes to developing and creating content is what can you do to to 
educate someone to, to becoming, I guess, a little bit better every day. And so that's what I think you guys, um, that, that's why I really like to just, uh, you know, give you guys the kudos that you deserve for your program because you do that so, so well with your listeners. I want to move into this area where we talk about <laughs> what your podcast has done for you personally. What have you gained specifically out of your own podcast? I let uh, Shankar take yeah, it first. So and then give my point. first okay. things first, I used to hate my voice, like not the singing voice, but the mm -hmm. talking voice. But over time, I have come to you know come come to a place where i'm like okay it's it, it doesn't sound that bad it's okay it's still okay right and uh one one important thing is that that i've uh, gained from podcasting over the years uh is that i can seriously hold on a conversation for how much ever longer i want i can meet <laughs> a stranger uh, it, it i'll ha obviously have a starting trouble with them but then once we get into the groove, right, I can easily, you know, just jump ships from topics to topics sure. and just sit there and have a conversation for days. Uh, that is for sure. And what else is there? I, yeah, uh, one major thing that we have gained is like, I think when we started podcasting, we thought that we are the only ones who were doing this in India. Okay. Uh, probably six months down, down the line, we got to know that there are other people who are doing the same thing in Bangalore. And uh, which resulted in us uh, having a virtual meetup online. And then uh, a few months later, we met up in person and uh, which led to a, uh, building a community. Uh, and we are part of Autopod Collective, right? Yeah. So right now, which started with like three podcasters just sitting together and having a conversation about what will happen in the field of podcasting over the years. Now we have around uh, how many people in that community? I think last meetup we had around 70 people from across. Yeah. How many? Not just from 7-0. Seven, zero. Seven, zero. Wow. Seven, zero. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the people and, who could make and it. And few of them had taken a three-hour long flight to come over for the yeah. meetup. Yeah. Really? No Okay. So, so from go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So from 3 to 70, we have a big community now uh which is all about you know helping each other we are there for each other like whenever uh, a new podcaster comes up and asks you a question on uh, instagram or like through email or something uh it's a community that helps people you know yeah uh, so we, we get around i i get around almost like two at least two requests uh over the week asking like what equipment should we use yeah. for this thing so we have like you know uh, a community which can help budding podcasters mostly independent podcasters uh, here in India, especially in Bangalore. So, uh, yeah, this community is one thing that, you know, it's it's a community of like-minded people. If you look at it, all of them are introverts waiting right. to just find people <laughs> who are of the same wavelength. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a beautiful community that we have. So that's one thing I'd surely say that uh, we have gained uh, through uh, this uh, years of podcasting, three years of podcasting. Yeah, uh, for me, it has been, uh, you know, both personal and otherwise as well. Uh, he, he was mentioning about community. So let me start with that. I used to always struggle uh, to understand what is it that I can give back, right? Um, when the whole thing about you are being held by so many different people around the community, knowingly and unknowingly, what am I even doing, right? I used to go to work, come back, uh, eat, sleep, and then go to work. again. So when we started podcasting, is when we realized, uh, I think we got an invitation from one of the top colleges in Bangalore to give a seminar. I remember this. Yeah. yeah, I remember this. So that is the first time I realized, you know what? I think we might have something to offer, uh, you know, to the society. It could be in the form of, uh, you know, training, giving trainings or seminars about po podcasting. And that was the first thing we did. I think it was about six, not even six months, maybe three to four months after we started yeah. our mm -hmm. uh, show. And that really... Uh, we got a good response and, you know, students started coming up and I was really fascinated. I was like, you know what, whatever happens, uh, you know, this is a great way to help people, especially young students uh, who can build a portfolio even before they get out of college about the topics that they like, which might help them in future for their employment and all that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and as he said, we built a community, across, uh, you know, around podcasters. And I'm glad to say that some of the people we helped back in the day, in you know, around two to three years ago, there was someone who was celebrating his 100th episode recently. And I was like, 
you know you see the transformation in people right uh, mm-hmm. where they were and you know just starting out not knowing how to get about it i mean we were, even we started nobody told us how to do stuff we just found on our own but we wanted them to have someone to tell them how it it's done right uh so that is one aspect of uh, community and that as i said we are introverts so this is the only way that you know we get introduced to new people and sure. uh, you know find find healthy relationships and stuff like that sure the second aspect is uh for me as well uh was uh, it almost touches the first one it's like networking and stuff like that it's even within the organization that i work for um it has helped me have really good conversation with the upper management uh you know people who are really into podcasting so are we beginning of this year we had few visitors a few managers coming down directors and managers coming down from the us um we were just casually talking and one of them was this uh, hardcore npr fan uh he was a big fan of npr and their podcast and all that and i told him uh, how we had uh, you know one of npr's superheroes uh, shankar vedantam who hosts hidden brain come down to a coffee shop near our house and we had a chat for about an hour he was completely blown away <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that was such a sense of uh, satisfaction for me feeling that people whom you know many of them considered to be uh, rock stars uh, they are you know sparing some time to come down and speak and sit and have a conversation yeah it was the first time we met someone on wikipedia who has a page on yes. wikipedia <laughs> exactly <laughs> not made by himself yeah. you're you like know. mind blown <laughs> that was in fact he was re- so humble that uh, yeah. he decided that uh, you know let us decide where to meet we met in a nice coffee shop near our house and that was like man did we come so far <laughs> like yeah. when did this happen right no i w- i would say in the way i look at it from this perspective on this end and it was been in conversations with you vishnu where um in those first days of you helping this community, building this community, I remember when you went to the university and you were speaking, both you and your brother uh, were talking. You guys, I would say, have been the trailblazers for your community because now I think now that you have this community, you have this network of people, and now, uh, and I believe that you had said at the point in time when you first started your podcast and we were communicating, you said that podcasting was not a big thing that it was not that big of a thing in India. And now here we fast forward and now you're being featured in newspapers, you're being featured on podcasts, you're being featured wherever, maybe universities, wherever. You guys, to me, do you feel like you guys are the trailblazers to this? <laughs> I think <laughs> we very rarely Humbly. talk about this. <laughs> you know, I mean, to be honest, I, I, I don't know. See, um again you know um, as i said right we might not admit to it it could be or it couldn't be i don't know we probably are not the best judges yeah most but- of our listeners don't get back to us too often so we don't know <laughs> <laughs> no uh, i think uh, there is a collective effort for sure uh, have we been uh, the initi- you know the the people who in- one of the group that initiated it yeah probably yes that right. is something that uh, you know we are really proud of uh, you know as i said as we said uh, we started with a small number of people three i think two or three of us uh, just hey you also do podcasting let's meet up and talk about what podcasting is all about that became five member team uh, next the week after that we had around the new faces who were like hey we want to start how did you guys do it and we were not expert we were like two or three months into or maybe six months into our journey right we, but we thought okay this is what we learned and this is how you can start and this these are the mistakes that we made which you could avoid and two years down the line they're publishing their 100th episode they're getting yeah. sponsorships stuff like that then we are like hey so that did make some difference somewhere it sounds like there was there's just this thirst for podcast knowledge or podcast entertainment in india exactly see india as i said i think the revolution happened somewhere uh, between 2017 and 2018 mm-hmm. if you look at most of the popular podcasts that would have started around that time right before that there were podcasts which had started very popular ones but that was it there was right. no community of podcasters or whatever it is right. but now if you see we have excellent shows even coming up during this pandemic time who have got recognition and you know who have made it big in like 6 months mm-hmm. and i would say they had a very good foundation you know they knew what they are doing uh, probably because there's a good community here to help out sure yeah so 
like when we started it was a time when we had to like explain if you want to explain an android user how to listen to podcast <laughs> right. it was like a 10 step thing you go to this place either you go to a website or you download some other app pocket cast or like castbox and then you listen to it on that over time the growth was exponential like uh, google podcast came then we have we got a podcast on spotify and uh, through that time when the technological change happened there were like exponential growth in people who were doing podcasts so yeah uh, one major thing which suggest how it changed is like you know whenever we used to go for like conducting seminars mm-hmm. earlier it used to be like we used to tell uh, the students podcasting is at its nascent stage we don't yeah. do that anymore <laughs> right and i think one of the things that really contributed to more number of producers coming out uh, is that the listenership has gone up like drastically right even if you look take all the major podcasts let's say joe rogan show or anything like that i think india is one major chunk of uh, you know india has a major chunk of listeners for all those shows people are getting into this culture of listening to podcast every day mm-hmm. while commuting even i when i used to go to office before this uh, you know lockdown happened the one hour com- uh, commute was the time for me to listen to like two three episodes of my favorite shows mm-hmm. right so that culture has already uh, started i think it's been it's maybe two or three years now and that increase in number of listeners has created a demand um, you know for local content as well right? right i mean maybe we might not be able to relate entirely what happens in us right uh, whether it is politics or culture or whatever it is so you have some shows which start here and talk about indian culture and indian politics and all that which people which makes sense to them right so that created a void and you know people have started uh, taking advantage of that and i'm happy to say that india is emerging as one of the uh, biggest countries in terms of listenership and as well as uh, you know people producing podcasts and that is a really great place to be yeah that's incredible uh, and just to add on to it one more thing uh, uh, that we gained uh, through podcasting over the years is like uh if we, uh, if you remember correctly like uh, during the start of the pandemic right uh, we had not been podcasting for like four months or something yeah. <laughs> we had like one episode in four months but then once we had like so much time to ourselves right we just started we just went ballistic and started the series colonialism in india and all that and we got a ro- lot of response from people whether it being like you know uh, saying that your podcast is good this episode is good or like yeah. asking for some advice on equipment and stuff how to start a podcast so uh it has definitely added some purpose to our life podcasting has clearly uh, become a part of our life uh, which is like bringing some meaning to our life yeah. saying that you know right yeah thing you know giving back to the community in whatever way possible exactly and especially in my stream of work in it you usually end up spending like 10 12 hours you know uh, working late nights and stuff like that this is a way for me to unwind and uh, you know thing that okay life is not just about this work there is something else that i am really interested in and i invest my time and you know that that kind of satisfaction i think you cannot probably put a value to right there were, so i'm i'm going to explain um either in this episode or the next episode um or maybe i've already explained it who knows when i'll i'll, I'll mention this but i was in a um I was in a call yesterday with Edison Research here in the in the states and they were doing a top 10 for the for 2020 and it I want to touch on something that you had talked about Vishnu where you talked about how when you listen it's just kind of like a, a way to release you just listen because it's like you know you could do whatever 10 12 hour days but then you come home and you can like listen to a podcast and that falls directly in line with what some of the research has already said um in saying that people are listening to podcasts when they're either cooking or they're releasing the average drive time is anywhere between 40 minutes to an hour to go to their jobs in the states but mostly people are listening uh when they are taking time to unwind and do what they need to do whether it be cooking dinner cleaning uh doing laundry whatever it may be it just seems to be part of the activity and now that we are starting to see an increase in smart speaker technology that is something that um is helping the increase in uh podcast uh consumption so we're going to wrap up right there with today's episode and I want to return 
on Thursday with part two of this episode. So part one today, obviously, is the episode where it's telling some podcaster's story, but also uh, sharing a little bit of inspiration to hopefully give you some ideas behind uh, what you can do with your podcast. And maybe you didn't get inspiration from today's episode. That's completely fine. Maybe you just enjoy, enjoyed the story. That's completely fine. Um, you know, you're going to uh, hear something eventually that is going to spark an idea based on someone else's experience. And that's why I wanted to share Vishnu and Shankar's uh, journey into the podcasting industry and realm itself. So we're going to come back with part two of their episode, which I do a speed round of questions with them. And uh, some of them relate to podcasting. And I think a lot of them don't even relate to podcasting. But we we, we dive down this rabbit hole of, of specific topics. And it really takes on the form of a writer and geek podcast itself. And the conversation just kind of goes on and on. So uh, it's going to be a little bit more entertaining for you. So I highly recommend that you listen to it uh, coming up this this Thursday. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do so. Hit the subscribe button if you're on Apple Podcasts. If you're on Spotify, hit the follow button. Wherever you are listening to your podcast, you can go ahead and subscribe. I would really appreciate it. And of course, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I would really I would really love it. Um, you don't even have to listen on Apple Podcasts. You could just do this on your own. You uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. The reviews help me uh, understand what you, the podcaster, get out of these podcasts and how I could become a better podcaster and create content that really resonates more with you. So I would really appreciate you if you did that. And of course, tomorrow, I've got a brand new YouTube video that is going to be dropping for you. So uh, head on over to my YouTube channel. You can just go on over to uh, youtube.com slash Shannon Hernandez. Um, that should be able to get you on over there and have you subscribe. But if you don't know, if that's too much for you, just head on over to the podcast therapist.com and you can see my entire website where, um, you know, I have my YouTube channel listed up in the top navigation bar and that will allow you to go on over there, click and subscribe to the YouTube video itself. So that's going to go ahead and do it for today's podcast therapist. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll be talking to you on Thursday. Have a great week, everyone. See you. Cast Therapist. Mixdown Media Productions.